Hello, everyone. We're your host, Will Marie and Justin from Keen Consulting, and we're here to talk about project management and business solutions. Please listen, take note, enjoy yourselves, and let's go. Hi, everyone. You are listening to the Let's Talk Business podcast, where we discuss a new business topic each week so you can learn how to develop new strategies in business that can provide you with the proper tools and resources necessary for not only surviving, but thriving in the future. You are here today with your host, Will Marie and Justin from Keen Consulting. Hey, guys. If you are a reoccurring listener, welcome back to our podcast. And if you are a new listener, welcome as well. We're happy to have you here listening with us today. This is episode eight of the podcast. Uh, In today's podcast, we'll be discussing the topic of the importance of having a customer retention strategy. This is a topic that we touched briefly on a blog post we wrote earlier this week. And in that blog post, uh, we not only discussed the importance of having a customer retention strategy, but how we can go, uh, how you can go about getting, you know, one, one in place with your business. To check out this post, you guys can go to kteamconsulting.com or chitsystem.com and look under the blog section. Um, And before we get started and start talking about customer retention, I wanted to start the podcast off with a quote I saw today. And this quote was pretty, uh, it was pretty good. It said, the best way to predict the future is to create it. And it's by uh, Peter Drucker. Drucker. Yeah. I was going to butcher his name, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, Peter Drucker. And, um, I think you'll find that this quote goes hand in hand with today's topic. Um, so let's get started when it comes to customer retention. I was curious as to how many companies struggle with this. Um, from my experience, I mean, it seems like, you know, many do. Yeah. I've, I've, seen you know a more recent trend where companies are just trying to work with more customers not necessarily keep the ones they have happy to where they can refer them to other customers but just trying to work with more and more volume and more uh revenue driven than ever yeah so i was actually curious like uh the data so i did a bit of research today and i actually found an article showing the statistics and they were very surprising Um, According to an article by uh, Small Business Trends, the probability of selling to an existing customer is 60 to 70%, and the probability of selling to a new prospect is 5 to 20%. So percent of your future profits will come from just 20% of your existing, or so 80%, excuse me, 80% of your future profits will come from just 20% of your existing customers. 65% of a company's business comes from existing customers. 32% of executives say retaining existing customers is a priority. A typical American business will lose 15% of its customers each year. And 27% of small business owners estimate that 11 to 20% of of first-time customers don't return to their business. Wow. Yeah. That was actually very fascinating. And the fact that, you know, your own 80% of your future profits are coming from just 20% of your existing customers was fascinating. Right. To Why me. wouldn't somebody focus on that more? Yeah. So you would definitely think that uh, companies would de- definitely be focused on that more. So then like the article even states, so this was even more data and this is even more fascinating. So what is it costing you? You know, cause you were talking, like you were seeing more companies going out there and just like just focusing on acquiring new customers. Right. Well, what's it really costing them? 
Well, yeah. I, I've seen it cost, you know, sometimes um, a company will go out and basically they'll do the labor. The customer will buy the products and the, I guess the business will go out and do the work for free. So that way the customer can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so that's costing them hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars each time they do that. Uh, and plus you have, you know, you have to go fly to talk to the customers. You got to print out pamphlets. You got to buy them lunch, you know, all this sorts of stuff. So you're, it's really expensive to possibly get a customer. Yeah, I can see that you're spending a lot of money. Well, it says here by the data that it costs five percent more to acquire a new customer than it does to keep a current one and then it costs you 16 times more to bring a new customer up to the same level as your current one so that right there like you were saying and then 82 percent of companies agree that retention is cheaper to execute than acquisition and then mere two percent increase a uh, increase in customer retention can lower costs by as much as 10 percent and i highly believe that yeah, so this is data. It's very fascinating. So now the article goes into um, like when it comes to retaining these customers. You know, the article said that 82% of consumers in the United States said they stopped doing business with the company due to poor customer service. Now, I totally believe that because how many times have you gone to a place and then like they had crappy customer service and you're like, you know what? I'm not going back to that business anymore. Yeah, I, I've done it. I've done it too. You, you as a consumer, do it at restaurants even. Yeah. I mean, you got to put yourself and I mean, you look at it from the perspective, you know, because we're all, whether we're business owners, we're also in turn consumers to other businesses. Right. So you got to look like if someone's treating you like, would you want to be treated like crap? You know, would you, you know, how would you want to be treated? And that's, I think that's how you ultimately have to look at how you want to treat your customers out the same way, you know? Right. And then it also says that companies lose 71% of consumers due to poor to due to poor customer service and 68% of customers leave you because they perceive you are indifferent from them. So basically, I don't think there's that connection there. Uh and and I I've read that somewhere else too, like a couple articles on this stuff like where customers really want to share the same um values and everything, you know, like they want to be they want they want um to be on the same page with that brand. Like that brand has to, to reflect their values in turn, if that makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? Um, also, uh, 60 to 70% of customers will do business with a company again, if it deals with a customer service issue fairly, even if the result is not in their favor and see, I could see that too. So like I was, I think I believe I told you this before. Like I was thinking like, you know, if, if you mess up and you actually just told them, you know, like, Hey, we can't meet, we can't do this. You know, we, we mm. made a mistake. I think if the company was honest to the customer, I think the customer were willing to give them another shot and stay around longer. Yeah. I, I've seen it to where, you know, companies that I've worked with or, you know, even other companies try to kind of hide things from the customer. Um, that way it doesn't make them seem bad. Or if they do do something wrong and they kind of push it off on, Oh, it was shipping or something like that to where you kind of, gets them out of trouble when they should honestly just be right up front. Honest and transparent. It, yeah. From the get go. Yeah. And that, I think that's what's hurting businesses is that they're trying to be perfect. And I think honestly, you'd be surprised. I think your customers will be very, very, you know, good about, it. you know, they, they, they actually respect you if you were just honest and upfront and transparent with them, you know, 
Um, also, you know, uh, the other data was that 47% of customers would take their business to a competitor within a day of experiencing poor customer service. Now, I could see that happening too. Yeah. Because you know how I mean? often do you, you know, get wronged by a company and just like F this, I'm out. Yeah. Technically. And just go find somebody that, you know, will do it for you the way it needs to be done. Exactly. Yeah. And then 66% of consumers who switch brands did so because of poor service. And that, that goes back into that. You know what I mean? You're not going to stay with a company who treats you poorly and who doesn't value you and who's, you know, your service is crappy and obviously, yeah, you know if I, I mean? if I had crappy service, I would expect my customers to leave because mm-hmm. um, you can't, you can't treat your customers poorly if they're constantly bringing in revenue when you're spending so much, your, your cost to acquire is so high to try to find other customers to work with. So personally, me as a business owner, I'm going to focus on the customers I already have and make sure that they're happy because it's going to cost way less. Yeah, I agree. So how do you go about like ensuring you're not losing any more customers and retaining the ones you do have? I mean, well, for starters, you need to be consistent and you need to be responsive, knowledgeable, relevant, and pleasant. You know, um, that all ties in there, how we were talking about the honesty, transparency. Um, And then I think the problem, like what you're saying, is that many businesses have a tendency to spend their like entire marketing and advertising efforts towards gaining new clients, like you were saying. That's basically the ultimately. And they forget about the clients that they already have that could bring in the business like even from word of mouth. Right. And and if you could, you know, if you happen to be one of these companies, some of the reasons you're losing these customers is just not because you're not focused on your existing customer, but other factors, you know, like we were talking about, you know, like the poor customer service, you know what I mean? And, you know, how you could go about, so let's just say you do find out you're, you keep getting complaints from customers that your customer service is poor. Well, we discussed in our blog post, um, that, you know, you could evaluate your processes. So basically you do an audit, you know what I mean? And in the case of poor customer service, you should pay attention to your customer service policies and your performance, you know, because there may be a good chance there that the neglect is costing you customers. Um, also, you know, when it comes to your product and your service, you know, failing to meet expectations, you know, as stated, like through the facts that we just discussed, you know, um, Disappointed customers are likely to share their disappointment with friends on, you know, friends and family. And, you know, and now when, now we have social media. So now, you know, if you're like on social media, now the customers would go on there, write reviews, and then everybody knows about your service. And then now you're not getting new customers. So, you know, and it could, it could potentially hurt your prospective customers, you know, prospective ones and yeah, and so forth. Um, So how can you go about like with the whole product and your service failed. So I, from the get go, I say design and build a quality product and service. Yeah. From the very get go, you need to focus on that. Yeah. You need to build, you know, if it's, it's a product, you need to build it with quality materials. If you, you know, if it's a service, you need to adapt to your service based on your customer's feedback. You mean, right. you need to be gathering the data from your customers. What does the customer well, want? How do you go about getting that data from your customer? You know, research you know what i mean talking to your customer you know what i mean could you also do surveys yes surveys you know now how responsive have you seen where how let me put it this way have you 
seeing any information on how responsive customers are when you ask for a survey? Or would it be beneficial when you ask for a survey, hey, if I get the survey, you know, I'll give you a month for free of service or something like that. Do you think yeah. that'd be more beneficial? That's more beneficial because you're providing value at the same time. Also, like if you can't, if they're customers, because you know people, they get so much stuff in emails, you know what I mean? And then you're sending these surveys in emails. And I know I get them from companies, you know what I mean? I, I like occasionally, I think I've gotten one um, from Walmart because we do grocery pickup there and they send out surveys and I've like, I've been putting it off and finally I got to it. But I think it's more easier to honestly give those customers a call and talk with them. You know what I mean? I would go about going to talk. And then while you're on the call and getting this feedback, your customer service department, you can offer them something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, thanks for giving us your feedback. We really value just for this, uh, you know, for taking time to answer our questions and to give us some feedback. You know, here's 20% off the next time you use our service or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, So... Basically, when it comes down to your product service, you want to do whatever it takes to create and deliver a service and product that is worth paying for. You know, you don't want to give your customers the bad end of the stick. You know what I mean? So, um, and another thing is like why you're probably losing customers and everything. You, you don't show value. I mean, customers are willing to pay the price. And value is what they, that's what they want. You know, you should focus on delivering more value of your products and service despite the higher price if you're, you know, that you're paying. So like if I'm paying you, paying $1,000 for, I don't know, X product, I expect, you know, to have good value, you know, be, to, to be valued, good customer service right. and a great product. Right. Or else you'll go just, you'll cut all ties if you can legally. Mm -hmm. Uh, and just go find somebody else to go get it done. Mm -hmm. So basically when you want to go about like showing value, you want to identify your unique value proposition. Now, you know what, basically it's like, what is the value that you bring to your customers that other businesses, AKA your competitors don't, you know what I mean? Um, it's your unique value proposition. So, and then you want to like articulate that on all your platforms, you know, whether you're publishing on your social media accounts, on your websites, you know what I mean? And then you want to also educate your customer, you know, um, you, you want to educate your customer, um, you know, and provide value in a way like you could even, and I, we mentioned this in the blogs, you could even, uh, do educational blog posts too. Right. To help, you know, give value to your customers. And something else, um, that you probably haven't mentioned or, um, haven't thought about was direct mailing to your existing customers. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure one of your existing customers would love to see, you know, maybe a hand, maybe not a handwritten letter, but a hand signed letter. Um, You know, that, uh, that will do wonders for your customer and, or also even maybe even if you provide services, maybe like a coupon say, Hey, if it refers to a friend, uh, use this code and you'll get like a month free of your service or we'll give you an upgrade or something like that. Yeah. And I, I do like your, I thought about the, uh, handwritten letters. I think it shows, you know, it gives it that personal touch because now we live in a society with technology and we're not, we're lacking kind of that emotional, you know, side relationship side. Um, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, you could say stuff on online, but you know, I mean, it's just not that personal anymore as it would be like writing a letter yeah or... you can talk till you're blue in the face but you got to show somebody yeah 
So I think that would be great too. Um, and then also, you know, what about your sales tactics? Or <laughs> you're like, do you have like aggressive sales techniques? You know what I mean? That are, you know, driving your customers away. Like, you know what I mean? Could they be out of date? Could you just be yeah. throwing empty? Could you be rehearsing sales? You yeah. know what I mean? Or, you know, you're, you, you know, like telling your customer one thing, but not really, you know, honoring that on the other end. I mean, right. I think we talked about this with about like the salespeople offering right. customers the world and then right. they automatically, they're like, okay, yeah, I want to buy into your service and product. And then all of a sudden they're not getting the world. So they're mad. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, you want to employ, when it comes to this, you want to employ value-based selling techniques. You know, you want to take the time to learn what your customer actually needs. What is their problem and what's the solution you can provide? And, you know, you want to address those and show how your product product like benefits them you know well on that point would would everybody you go talk to be your ideal customer no everyone's not gonna be your customer so you really and we talked about this in the article as well you need to have a primary customer who is your primary customer right and you need to focus on your primary customer everyone's not gonna be your customer yeah there needs to be you need to be able to vet that out before you waste your time to go do that yeah uh before you go to speak with a customer or else you're going to be wasting time and money yeah. Um, so make sure you do the proper vetting before you go speak to these customers and try to convince them to get your product or service. Yeah. And oftentimes you'd be surprised, you know, companies go out and they get this customer and it ends up being a bad relationship for the cust. Not only, you know, you, but also the customer. You know what I mean? Because you guys were never a right fit. Right. To, from the get go. Because that's like a whole other thing too. Right. So, you know. And you, and another thing you want to focus on is like building the relationships with your customers. You know what I mean? You don't want to look at it from a transactional standpoint. You know what I mean? You want to look at it from a relationship standpoint. You know what I mean? You want to focus on establishing trust and building a long lasting relationship. Right. You can't look at a customer as just another dollar bill. Yeah. It's got, almost got to be like a marriage. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? They, this is a partnership. You know what I mean? Um, you also, you, and then nothing, you know, just like we were talking about with the salespeople, honest interactions with them, you know, providing value, you know what I mean? Um, and being transparent. Right. Uh, ultimately, that's what you want to do. And I mean, the key is to, you know, to maintain your customers is to basically, you know, focus on the ones you do have, get their feedback, you know. I would go as far as if you are losing customers and you're like, you know what, I can't seem to keep them. I'd definitely go into the process review like we talked about in right. the blog. And you you guys, like I said, you guys could go check out that blog. I did offer, we did put some pointers in there on, you know, the importance of, you know, having a customer retention strategy, but also some pointers on how you guys can go about trying to get a strategy in place to help you, you know, focus on retaining those customers. Basically, you want to go in there and, you want to do like a review of your process. You know what I mean? Like see what are your salespeople doing and you know what I mean? What's going on in customer service, you know, right. and, and see and go from there. Yeah. Cause if you have all those things, if you don't have all those things in place correctly, you're, you're just not going to keep anybody and um, you're going to continuously be losing customers and continuously be paying to try to find customers and, Ultimately, without your customers, you don't have a business. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Yep. And I think one good thing um, that when it comes to customer retention is when you 
offer these services to the customer and they buy, try to make it like almost like you're saying a partnership where the customer, you know, you want their feedback, you know, as often as possible, maybe send them a monthly reminder or semi-annual reminder. Say, Hey, how are we doing? You know, what can we do better? You know, um, and just offer that partnership. And let's say they, they refer somebody to you once again, offer them something of value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And that like would a free ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with that standpoint. And that that's actually a good point there. But yeah, I mean, definitely it's it's really coming down to building those relationships and not neglecting those customers. Stop focusing on, you know, trying to acquire. It will come. It will come. Yeah, and I, mean? I think the people who are doing this right are the smaller boutique type businesses where they're very personalized. Yes. Um, so I think they got a good thing going on. It's just harder for them to scale. Um, so I wouldn't focus necessarily on scaling, getting new customers, getting new logos to work with. Focus on who you got and making that relationship better and stronger. Yeah, because, you you know, the customers that you have now are going to stay with you for the long haul. And, and like, you know, the data is showing they're, what was it, like 80% of your profits are going to come from 20% of those customers. Right. So that, that I don't know, that's, like, very fascinating. That I would be focusing on that. Right. Just based off the data. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that wraps it up for this week's podcast. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I don't. Thank you guys for listening and hope to talk to you again next week. Yeah. And um, if uh, you guys ha- if you guys are new to the podcast, um, check out kteamconsulting.com. We are on LinkedIn uh, as well, uh, Keen Consulting. And um, until next time, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. Keen Consulting signing off. And until next time. <laughs>